We're going back to the roots of Philips at the Philips Museum with Sergio Dex. And if we go back to, say, 1900, electric light was a huge innovation, was an invention. But there were many more innovations in physics, in technology. That was an era of great inventions and discoveries, like uh, the discovery of X-ray by Willem Röntgen in 1895. But it was also the era when, uh, for example, Edison uh, made its first uh, gramophone, uh, made its first, and, and, and cars appeared in the cities. Uh, so it was an era with uh, great dynamics. And also, one of the uh, most important inventions of that era was, of course, electric lighting, which is said that uh, Edison uh, has invented it, but he was not the only one. There were a lot of different inventors of electric lighting. But you might see uh, electric lighting as the start of the electrification of uh, the society. Uh, because it was, um, well, it, you must know that uh, at about 1900, there was nowhere electricity, only in the in the laboratory or in, well, uh, factories where they had a steam engine of their own and a generator of their own. It was uh, well, electric lighting was mainly used in factories and uh, offices and for hotels, for example. So you could work longer, huh? you could make longer hours, but electric lighting was very expensive. Uh, costs about a, a week of wages, you know, for one just one light bulb. Um, but um, when uh, lighting became cheaper and uh, uh, the quality higher, um, it uh, also uh, well it inspired m municipalities to to start um, a plant, uh, um, um, an energy plant. How do you say it? Mm -hmm. uh, with yeah. The, yeah, an energy plant to produce uh, electricity. Yes. So it is surprising, I think, even in this period, that Philips was already thinking in terms of offering services. Eh? It has been a hype recently in the medical world, not to offer just an X-ray machine, but the service of running X-rays in a hospital. Mm. And you, you say, well, no, maybe, no, maybe not fully. Well, not fully, because Philips. Um, uh, decided, especially Gerard Philips, decided to produce only light bulbs, mm -hmm. not the generators like Siemens did, and and not all the cables in that in that area in, in, the, in the at the start of the company. But later on, it it grew into uh, a much uh, broader uh, uh, product. Portfolio. But if I remember stories of Philips initiating the availability of an electricity grid in the city, oh, Philips starting yes, television yes, yes. broadcasts yeah. just to, to sell television sets, yeah. that is more than just producing yeah, boxes yeah, or light bulbs. Yeah, that, that, that's completely true, but that's later. So in, mm. in, the, in the start it was mainly a focus on producing light bulbs because Gerard uh, focused on um, producing high-quality uh, uh, lamps for a reasonable price, and and that was uh, well, uh, that that was uh, quite a, quite a lot of uh, effort to do that, and he he achieved that. So. Mm -hmm. That's good business, but it also changes the way that society works. Suddenly, evenings become different. It's yes. no longer only sitting by candlelight. Well, it was a life-changing event when uh, electricity became well a part of our household. We could study longer, work longer, relax longer. The day lasted longer, you might say. And, well, it improved people's lives also 130 years ago. So, well, Philips is still improving people's lives, but also in the early days, 
electric lighting improve people's lives because you don't you were not dependent on that uh, well on oil lamps and 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 candles you know we still see these developments in africa where signify is now rolling out lighting and that changes productivity of an entire continent here we see that when we enter this board the age of invention mm -hmm. then the next board are the potato eaters of van gogh a reproduction i guess yeah. but it is uh, not electric light no well, in this room, uh, this is a dark room, you see how, uh, uh, well, how people lived uh, eight kilometers from here, you know. This is painted by Vincent van Gogh in Nunen, that's, uh, that's a small village eight kilometers from here. So you see the potato eaters and a, a, a poor uh, a farmer's family sitting around the table eating potatoes. And there is just one oil lamp uh, to, to lighten the complete uh, living room. So this is the dark room. Uh, well, with candles and uh, oil lamps. But it sketches the impact that a company like Philips had coming from a society like this one, sketched yeah. in the potato eaters, and then suddenly there is electric light, there is a factory, mm -hmm. and there is an economic situation that is booming. So yeah. in a few minutes we will see where that all started in the factory. Or yeah, you wanted to show something here first? Yes, uh, this is very important, this part of the museum. Uh, you can see on the right, you can see one of the early electric uh, lamps. Now, in those days, at about uh, 1900, it was very high-tech to produce this. Now we take a light bulb for granted. Uh, we say, well, it's rel relatively simple technology. But in those days, it was really high-tech because if you wanted to produce uh, electric light bulbs, you had to have knowledge about, of course, electricity. Uh, but also about uh, physics, uh, chemistry, and especially uh, vacuum techniques and production techniques. Because, uh, well, if the glass and metal bonding of a light bulb is not correct, it leaks. And so it will, not, it will just last a, a very short time. So if you want to have a high standard quality, you have to uh, incorporate all these, these uh, disciplines uh, within your factory. Now, Philips uh, did that very well. And when you see that if you master the technology of um, producing a light bulb, you can also master and produce other kinds of, well, I should say, lamps. But these are uh, electron tubes. So uh, you could say a lighting, uh, a light bulb is also a kind of electro uh, electronic tube. But here you see electronic tubes that really broadened the uh, scope of, of Philips. You see on the right the uh, first uh, X-ray tube of Philips, 1918. Uh, the first radio valve of Philips, so that's also 1918. And you see here the first television tube, uh, and that's from uh, after the Second World War. So what you see is that from that light bulb you can see a whole broad range of electronics uh, evolving from that light bulb. It's very interesting that when Philips started, physics made great progress, but yes. it was almost towards all the quantum and relativity theory. Mm -hmm. Then there is this company that starts to make light bulbs, so you could think, well, a light bulb, you heat up a filament. Mm -hmm. But you are saying that that is an essential technology mm -hmm. which is making a stepping stone towards a lot of yeah. the innovations that came later. Yes, yes, that's, that's true. Uh, Philips didn't, uh, well, was not the first company to uh, produce light bulbs. Already in the Netherlands there were four other companies, so the competition was very fierce, especially in uh, Britain, in Germany, in Russia and uh, in, in the United States. There were already 
very large lighting companies. But, well, uh, Philips uh, uh, struggled and uh, survived, you could say, and, and really uh, became one of the largest worldwide players in the field of lighting. And then later on, before the LED lamps came on, we had Osram, we had GE and we had Philips and we heard that it was a matter of excellence, of execution, of doing it in a, doing known things in, in, in the best possible way. Was that also what made the difference in the early days when there were just many more companies, when it was Philips who survived in this region or was that the other innovation, was that uh, uh, producing in a city like Eindhoven in a well-organized way? What, what made the success then? Well, there are many uh, more than one uh, factor. Um, well, you have the entrepreneurship of uh, the brothers Philips. Eh? You have uh, Gerard with uh, high technology and you have uh, Anton Philips, who was a born salesman and traveled all over the world to sell Philips light bulbs. But uh, Gerard uh, produced the numbers needed and a high quality. So it was a, it was a great um, uh, combination of, of, uh, of, the, of the, these two. But... Um, uh, also, you must uh, b keep in mind that there uh, was a very important innovation at about 1910, a little bit earlier, but the, the, the carbon filament was changed by metal filament of uh, tungsten. Now, that was a major improvement, and uh, some other smaller companies didn't uh, survive. Uh, they, were, they were broken a few years, you know, and often they were taken over by Philips or another company, but in, in the Netherlands it was uh, Philips that uh, also uh, uh, took over the, these companies. So it, it grew into the largest uh, lighting uh, producer. So, uh, well, it was, it was a, a combination of good quality and entrepreneurship. And the innovation, as you said, had the, yes, the filament. Yes. And that established the roots of the Brainport region, the Eindhoven region, but we still want to see that very first factory. Okay.